Hi, this is Elaine James. The title of this message is called The Life-Changing Cleaning Tips. How many of you love cleaning and organizing? Raise your hand. Yeah, we really love it. How many of you have had great success doing it? I'm sure there's some of you in here. I don't know. It's been hard for me. For how many of you has this been a lifelong problem? At least a couple of you. And cleaning is horrible, boring. It's a thankless task. But you know what's worse than cleaning? Stressing out all the time because your house is filthy. I'm not an expert, but cleaning has saved me therapy bills for anxiety. So that's thankful. My husband's happy about that. But, you know, I want my house to be clean. I don't want to drive people crazy keeping it that way. How many of you feel that way? I hope today to give you the latest, greatest tips on cleaning. Do you know that the house cleaning products generate over $168 billion in revenue across the globe? Every household spends over 638 in cleaning products a year. That's a lot of money. I thought maybe we'd start with our with what famous people have to say about cleaning. Housework can't kill you, but why take a chance? Phyllis Diller, famous comedian. <laughs> what is the saying? A happy wife is a happy life. Happy home, happy mom. Another mom, I discovered that a secret to a clean house is to never let your husband or your children enter it. Yeah, that'll work. (laughs) I'm starting to clean my house, and by cleaning, I mean spraying Febreze everywhere. A clean house means someone is scheduled to come over. You know how you rush around? Yeah, you know how that feels. At least the house gets clean. Sometimes you schedule parties just so you can hit, get your house clean, right? And get those to-do, honey-do list done. How about this one? I dreamed about a clean house. In your dreams. Okay, it's time. Get ready. This is the best cleaning tip ever. There's four parts. One, pick an item up off the floor. I don't know about you, but for me, bending over is getting a little tough these days. Getting down and getting back up takes a few minutes. Two, go to the doorway of a room, closet, or cabinet. Three, throw items into the room, closet, or cabinet. Four, shut the door and yell, bam. So everyone knows there is now something bammed in that room, closet, or cabinet. <laughs> no, really, I did. I do have some cleaning tips. Here are some of the best strategies for keeping a house reasonably, and I mean reasonably, clean without losing your mind. Because I think that's the part that stresses us out, is losing our mind. And the family not cooperating, of course, but One, put things back where they belong. This is an old tip that grandmother taught me. Anytime I try to straighten up, I expend tremendous mental energy trying to figure out where to put things. And I give up and I'm exhausted. Do you ever do that where you just 
you you just can't remember where you put things or you don't have the space and or you change your mind. I'm one of those people that put the scissors in one drawer and then my then I'm like, oh, this was a better spot. And I put it in another drawer and my family's like, where did you put them now? So stop the arguments in your head and make a decision where you're going to put something and keep it. Two, keep cleaning supplies where you use them. Okay, so if you have Windex, where in the house do you use it? And maybe make separate little bottles of Windex in the different areas. It makes it like if you have some paper towels there too, and then you just do it as you see it, that's the kind of cleaning I like to do. I see the mess, I clean it. And some people do on certain days, you do cleaning and you do all the windows and the mirrors. So come up with your system. But I like to keep the plot, the cleaning supplies where you use them. So we surveyed some pretty expert cleaners and they have found that the cheapest and environmentally safe product today is vinegar diluted with water. So you could put it in a spray bottle. You can clean windows, toilets, counters, sinks, and floors with it. So just so you know, maybe some of you have already used it, but that was just a little tip. Make it fun. Okay, try mopping to your favorite music. Just put your favorite music on and just go with it. Maybe you'll look forward to mopping. Want to feel completely relaxed? So at the end of the day, maybe save your ironing and think about that favorite beverage you love. Or look up creative ones with fruit or something that's yummy or hot. Maybe you like it hot. And then then do the cleaning chore. Maybe you could do this with some of your cleaning chores you don't like. Like think, okay, when I do this one, I'm going to have my favorite uh, rich cocoa drink or something that will make you identify with something fun. I like fun because my personality is fun. So I thought... I am really creative at how I'm going to keep this fun. I heard this one. NBC and Good Morning America had this one. And I like it. I like it a lot. So they set up a dirty room. And maybe you could go to your family room and just, or after a weekend, sit in it. Start a timer and practice for one minute cleaning that room. What they realized was that they had more done. They almost had the room completely done in one minute. So you, the value of time and placing it on a cleaning product project, you may not believe how much you can get done in time. And you could start using um, more analytical thinking, which I'm not really good at. So you might start with a one-minute timer and what can you get done and, and then practice the five-minute timer or ten-minute timer and say, that's all I'm going to do today. Um, it's a great idea to motivate you. Motivations sometimes hard to do. Try this with exercising too. Believe what you can get done in minutes with timers and just say I'm going to do 10 minutes. That's just an extra bonus tip. Have less stuff. The art of discarding. Take three bags, boxes, or storage bins into your rooms. You can have your kids follow along with you and do this one. Say we're going to just do, um, it just depends on what you can get done in the ages of your children, but if you can go and get, say, we're going to work on these three rooms or, and do, and bring in each room, one is a giveaway bag. One, um, the other item is keeping and put, putting the thing somewhere else. So you need a bin that you're going to collect all the items in the room that you're not going to keep 
in that room. It goes somewhere else. And then three is the garbage bag. And really walk out and throw it in the garbage. So three things. The giveaway, it goes somewhere else bag, and then the garbage bag. Um, the thumb of a roll is that if you haven't used it in over a year, get rid of it. I don't know if you believe in that, if you want to make that your rule, but that's what's said. Okay, now getting to the hottest new book out there, the New York Best Time Seller, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. Here's the book. Have you ever heard of it? Here it is. I'm going to save you the money. You don't have to go get the book. I'm going to save you the money right now. This is it for her. The bottom line is when you are getting ready to get rid of things, you have to put the item in your hand. So you pick it up, you hold it in your hand, and you look at it, and you say, does this spark joy? If it does, keep it. If not, dispose of it. Make an agreement. If you need a friend there to do it, bring the friend over to keep to the schedule. Marie Kondo goes all over the world. She's overbooked. She has schedules all over. She's saving people's lives because of the depression and anxiety and the stress out there. Are you happy wearing clothes that don't give you pleasure? Do you feel joy when surrounded by piles of unread books that don't touch your heart? So clothes, books, CDs, you go through them, you put them in your hand. Does this spark joy? Keep going through the house. She suggests doing themes, do books, do CDs, do movies. You can do it whatever you want by room. You make the decision. Do these accessories bring joy and happiness and will you wear them? So holding belts and all your jewelry, your old jewelry and deciding, okay, you have the knickknacks and the mementos and the special things. Here's the suggestion I have. If you really want to surround your house with joy, Enjoy items that spark the joy. So when you're looking around the room, you're like, oh, this feels so good. I only have what I really love here. And so some of those items that are on the, uh, you know, you're like borderline, well, my great-grandma gave me this when I got married 30 years ago. You may want to take pictures of it and just keep a little photo album or an online album. You know, there's so many electronic things out there now. You can come up with an idea. And... Put those knickknacks or all those pictures and mementos on some kind of a, in some kind of a book. I did this with my kids' clothes, my favorite clothes, the Christmas dresses and that. Not only did I have a picture of them in it, but I had the outfit, just the outfit of their favorite cute little hats or costumes or whatever. Just a little book to go down memory lane with my kids. You can do it in scrapbook or whatever. Now, memory lane. I'm going to take you down memory lane at this point. How many of you remember the character Amelia Bedelia? Have you read any of those books with your kids or you used to read them because they go back pretty far, definitely in my age? Okay, the author's name was Peggy Parrish. She wrote 41 books, and they come in different level readers for different ages, but pretty much the beloved character Amelia was a maid for the Rogers family who gave her commands that she misunderstood. So lists to clean the house. She took figures of speech and various terminology, literally, which caused her to take incorrect action with a comical effect. And that's the fun of the books. There's comic 
there's comedy and they're heartfelt and morals at the end. Examples of her crazy antics are the family would leave a note saying, dust the furniture. And Amelia would think, well, that's kind of crazy. And then back in the days when the books were written, they had those little cases where you pull the top off and there's a little puffball in it and you would dunk it in the powder and you would just um, tap all over and the dust would sprinkle all over. She proceeded to get the dusting powder and get it done and dust the furniture. How about strip the sheets? Yep, Amelia would take a scissors and cut strips of the bed sheets. Wow, okay, change the towels. So she'd take a scissors and make them different shapes. Make the bed. She would get wood and construct beds at times. Here's a cute Christmas one. Put the balls on the Christmas tree. She would go outside and tramp around, and she would fill the tree with soccer balls, baseballs, basketballs, all sort of sports balls. One day, they were going to have, um, the Rogers family was an elite family in the neighborhood, and she was going to a dance, and it said, remove the spots from the dress. She really looked at the dress, got out her scissors, and what did she do? <laughs> she cut the polka dots out of the dress. Oh, my. Amelia needed clear instructions. Their notes, she would read them and get in all sorts of trouble. So if she needed clear inductions, it'd be like undust the furniture. Put the wet towels in the laundry and replace with clean towels. So uh, you need more words. Take the sheets off the bed and put clean ones on. Take the bedding for the bed and put it on the bed. Take the Christmas decorations out from the basement and put them on the tree. Oh, man, do you remember what would always happen in the end, though? Mr. Rogers would come home and oh, he'd get the report and expl want to explode and get rid of Amelia. <laughs> just, but just about that time, he'd get a whiff of the sweet aroma. Just think about it of Amelia's delicious pies and cakes baking in the oven. And that was just enough to win the Rogers family over these by the baking of delicious pies or cakes. They adored her and knew what was important. So the moral of the story, always bake to win the hearts of your family over. No. <laughs> no, you know what's important in life. And while it's nice to have a clean home, it's not nice when we stress the whole family out over it. It's not nice. It's, it's, it drives everyone crazy, and the home is not happy. You know, I have a friend who cleans homes for profession, so I emailed her and I asked, what's your favorite cleaning tip? What do you really sum it down to? Like, if you had to give someone your favorite cleaning tip, and she said this. I'm going to quote it because I'm just going to say her exact words. When I feel overwhelmed with too many things to get done in one day, for example, a Saturday, my day goes the best when I don't skip my devotional time. And I ask the Lord to help me get what is important 
most important done. That's my best leaning tip. And I'll add to that for families, maybe starting in your devotion or your prayer, and pray for each child. I always had each one of my kids and knew their gifts and what they were good at and started arriving at what are you willing to do and coming up with like a team time where we sat down and we say, we need to get all these done. We're going to make a list for the month. What are you willing to do? And see if it works out just doing it in a cheerful, fun way of making a schedule out and not like being demanding or pushy or you're going to do this and just kind of see how the conversation goes. And if you're going to fill in all the blanks of what needs to get done and what you're willing to to tolerate and not tolerate and then go over each room with them like how your what your expectations if they've decided I'm going to do bathrooms this month what are your expectations and go over it with them not aggravating them beyond like high expectations where they're just going to give up and say I just can't make mom happy but I love that that she really brought it back to what's important So we need to slow down, sit down, quiet down, and think of the best strategies for you and your family in that perfect moment. You know, it's really important that you be the best you. You're all you have, right? What can you tolerate? What can you give up to have peace in the home? Can you lower your expectations? Make a list. Remember, Thinking about what the Joneses are doing is just leading you down a path of danger, struggle, frustration. You know, as the saying goes, it's a snare to compare. Just say, snare to compare when you start doing it. Like, why can't I have a home like that? And why can't I have a home like that? Or why can't I have space like that? Or cleaning containers. I'm going to tell you, in the life-changing magic of tidying up, Marie Kondo doesn't even believe in storage or bins. She won't even allow people to have it. So there's a lot of other tips in her book. I just wanted to give what sparks joy. All you need is TLC in your home, tender, loving care. Love being the greatest. I hope you enjoyed this message today. If you have questions, I'll take them. Uh, Whatever, I just want you to know that I love having peace in homes and that has always been my desire and that's why I continue to teach from my heart to your heart. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye.